Hello, everyone. Maureen Quendia here, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author of the book, Dream Big and Live Your Dreams Both. I am also the CEO and founder of EMK Learning Solutions, LLC, and the Dream Big and Boldly Academy. It's really exciting to be back on the show this week for another empowering episode. But before I begin, you know, I would always take a moment to acknowledge you, to extend my appreciation to you for being a fan of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening in every week, for sharing, for liking, for commenting, for sharing your feedback. It means a whole lot to me. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today we will talk about the intersectionality between training and coaching, right? But first off, let's talk about what training it is and what coaching is. So training refers to teaching or learning activities that are carried out for uh, helping, the main purpose is for helping members of an organization to learn new skills maybe or uh, attitudes, abilities to help them to do better in their job and also impact um, re- return on investment, right? So when we as uh, design training in the workplace, what's the goal? As an instructional designer, what's the goal? I always feel that the goal is not just to design or come up with pretty slides. You're doing that because you have conducted a needs analysis and there's a need for training so that people can do better in their jobs. Now, what about coaching? So coaching, on the other hand, as defined by the International Coaching Foundation, is partnering with clients or, you know, coaches in a thought-provoking or creative process that would inspire them to um, reach their full potential, right? So it creates some sort of awareness in them that they can take action to fulfilling their dreams. So we all have goals and we want to uh, reach these goals, you know? And then we have challenges that we're striving to overcome. Now, when you work with a coach, then a coach helps you overcome those challenges by helping you gain clarity so you can move forward. So you can see that when it comes to training and coaching, they have one thing in common. They're wanting to improve performance, right? As a trainee, you're you're taking training because you want to do better in your job. You want to learn a new skill so you can perform better. As a coach, you're being you're, you're coaching or you're being coached because you're wanting to improve or grow yourself. So while training and coaching are both about transferring of knowledge or, you know, um, or maybe from a coach to a coachee, coaching actually takes it a step further because it's about using thought-provoking questions and strategies to help the individual to gain clarity to step into and actively engage in their own growth and, uh, and, and uh, personal growth and uh, development. So it's true that training and coaching, they do overlap. They overlap, yes, but they are distinct. With training, there is knowledge transfer, uh, which is kind of like the foundation, right? We know about Kirkpatrick's um, levels of evaluation, right, where you're um, you know, uh, determining knowledge transfer, how the learner performs on their job, return on investment. Coaching then is the next step, right? It's like building the roof, right? Building the house, sorry. Um, 
building on top of the foundation. Coaching actually helps the learner reinforce this and then making a commitment to take action to move further in reaching their goals. So now what are some benefits of coaching for performance, right? So the first thing that comes to mind is self-awareness and realization, right? So, so you wanna be able to be self-aware, you know, um, as an individual or maybe in your team, right? Providing feedback on your behaviors, practices, right? As well as the results that are being produced. Another benefit you wanna think about is motivation. Many times employees are not motivated at all. They're um, maybe having other issues, like maybe they're not being promoted. They're not, they're just, just limited opportunities for growth. And so what coaching would do then is to help this employee to gain uh, motivation, which would in return, make them more committed in their job and perform better, right? And it also helps their team members as well. So a good coach definitely would challenge you to become the best version of yourself, right? Using the various coaching strategies. Another benefit of coaching for performance is its resilience, right? So it really helps employees become more resilient in their jobs. They become more adaptable. You know, it improves communication because think about it. Coaching is, you know, includes communication between two or more people. Right, so it helps you improve in that sense, in that area, or in that sense of it. It also helps the employee gain a sense of direction. Right, I love this quote by John Maxwell, which says, "You must know yourself to grow yourself." Right, so once you have that sense of direction, you you are able to have that sense of direction because now you take time to know yourself because you need to know yourself to to grow yourself. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What areas are you struggling in that are standing in the way of you doing better in your job, right? So a coach helps you gain clarity in those areas so you can take action to move forward. Another benefit I'm thinking about at this point is improves morale, right? Many people really have like low morale in their jobs, Um, maybe has a toxic culture, there's so many reasons why people have a low morale in their job. Maybe they're paid less, you know, um, and so coaching then would help employees feel better to handle or tackle these challenges and uh, so they can feel empowered, gain, um, in, improve on their morale and uh, enhance, you know, employee or the team organization's effectiveness. Right. The fifth reason I would I would say is that of improving leadership effectiveness, as well as the company culture. So, are you a coach or a trainer, or are you considering coaching in the workplace? This benefits I've just shared tells us that coaching in the workplace is well worth it and worth exploring. So, as you're thinking about these things, I would say give it a shot. Consider it. If you're an organization, uh, if you are a CEO of an organization and looking to hire a coach, I would say invest in a good coach. You can hire me or some of the other coaches out there, right? So they can help. You have heard about the benefits of coaching in the workplace. Training is not enough, right? That's why why many people are, uh, are hiring coaches these days so that they can even be more performance improvement focused, right? So 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 that's it. We've come to the end of the podcast. And so to wrap us up, 
I always say, um, or I always ask this question, what does empowerment mean to you? So me being a coach and a consultant, a leadership expert, I would say to you, everyone needs a coach. Every coach needs a coach. So if you're a coach, I encourage you to get another coach to empower yourself. And if you don't have a coach, find a good coach to empower yourself so you can reach your goals quicker. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I would like to uh, wish you all the best this week and for the uh, remaining days of the month ahead and for the rest of the year. I want to say thank you again, and uh, I encourage you to tune in next week, same time. Be safe, be well, and I will see you on the next one. Au revoir, adios, bye-bye.